Welcome to the All Things Travel Show. Today, we are continuing our discussion of Universal Studios Orlando by discussing the theme park that started it all, Universal Studios Florida. This is a theme park lover's dream with immersive lands and attractions that will thrill. You are listening to the All Things Travel Show, episode number 11, original air date September 2nd, 2020. Well, Shane, I'm excited to talk about uh, Universal Studios Florida today. This is a wonderful theme park, um, and there's so much to talk about. No doubt. I, I, I almost feel like I talk about Universal all the time, so this should come naturally. Or it could be a six-hour show. Who knows? We'll, we'll do our best. <laughs> well, and, and you, you may be thinking if you're listening, hey, didn't these guys just talk about Universal a couple weeks ago? And we did. And what, what and that was in episode number six, correct, Shane? Number six, correct. Number six. And so what we want to do is periodically break down all the pieces of Universal Studio or Universal Orlando Resort, because um, there's so much there that if we tried to do everything in one podcast, it would either be way too long or we'd be leaving things out. So be on the lookout in the coming weeks for us to talk about things like Islands of Adventure, Volcano Bay, City Walk, the different resorts. We'll break all that down for you just in different shows. In nice 20-minute bite-size increments. There you go. Hey, Shane, guess what? I was on, uh, I was on our site the other day, and we have a review. A review? Awesome. We have, well, we have several they, reviews, but there, but there's one that I want to highlight specifically today. They like us. They really like us. Well, I haven't read the review yet, but uh, oh, they may uh, not yeah. like us. <laughs> well, this is a, a wonderful review from a listener uh, named Love to Travel, and this listener says, "I want to be traveling." And uh, five star review. I enjoy hearing Shane and Ryan tell about different travel ideas, plans, and tips. They have lots of great ideas to share. I already have a few places I want to travel to listening from from listening to their podcast. I highly recommend listening to them. Thank you so much, Love to Travel. That's a wonderful review, and we appreciate your uh, support. Yes, we do. Thank you, Love to Travel. That really makes us feel good about all the time. It takes a lot of time to do this, and so it makes it all worth it. Absolutely. And Ryan, we are in luck. Universal, they're still offering the promotion that we mentioned in episode six. There's still a little bit of time and we will discuss the promotion at the end of the show. All right. And I, and there's another promotion that we haven't talked about yet. So people definitely want to stick around. Oh, good. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just to remind folks, when we talk about, Uh, Universal Orlando Resort, we're talking about several different locations. So there's two theme parks or traditional theme parks, if you will. There's Universal Studios Florida, which we'll talk about today. There's Islands of Adventure. Then there is what Universal considers its third theme park, which is actually a water park uh, called Volcano Bay. In between Uh, Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios Florida, the gates there, there's actually a shopping and eating district called City Walk. And then there are numerous resorts that are associated with Universal um, Orlando Resort. So lots of pieces there. And today we're going to be talking specifically about Universal Studios Florida. Sounds great. 
So this theme park is broken up into different areas or different lands. And like a lot of different theme parks, so I don't know, like Epcot or Islands of Adventure, you can kind of wind around. So this is this is based around a lake and you can start in one spot and move all the way around or you can start on the other side um, and, and move either clockwise or counterclockwise. As you go into the park, the first place you're going to reach is an area called Production Central. Now, these these lands or areas aren't going to be as broken up like Islands of Adventure, where you're actually on a different island. But they're they're kind of different themes throughout the throughout the theme park. So in Production Central, we're going to have several different rides. We're going to have the Despicable Me Minion Mayhem. We're going to have Shrek 4D, which is kind of a show. Um, uh, kind of a ride show hollywood rip ride rocket which is a a true 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 roller coaster it is and a transformers legitimate... the ride 3d absolutely it, it is it yeah, is top-notch roller coaster no doubt yeah yeah it, it i have not you know in really theme park in in my adult life has only been universal and and disney and so, you know, it, it really reminded me of like my Cedar Point days growing up where like the point of going there is the roller coasters and <laughs> to it, get scared. It's a doozy. Yeah. yeah. So out of those out of those attractions, Shane, you know, the the Minions or Shrek or uh, Transformers, what which ones do you, stick out to you? The the Minions ride, Despicable Me, Minion Mayhem. It's just adorable. If you love Minions, it's awesome. maybe even if you don't, it's yeah, you'll love the ride and the 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 effects, the three D effects. Are, you know, you feel like you're falling, you feel like you're flying. It's yeah. super cool and pretty much the same the same with Shrek. So both the Mayhem ride, the Minion Mayhem ride, and Transformers used kind of a, a general ride base that Universal uses in both parks, where you've got three D glasses. And you're watching a screen and being moved around, um, kind of going through that story on the screen. And, and you'll see that in a lot of the different rides at Universal. The one thing I will say um, from personal experience, uh, particularly my wife's experience, if you are prone to motion sickness, this is kind of a hard park. Um, yes, it you know, is. It's, it's, it's hard to, if you're not comfortable with kind of that simulator aspect think star tours if you're familiar with disney um you you may have some challenges here yep i agree with that uh my, my wife also suffers from some motion sickness sickness so there are a a few rides at this park that even though she enjoyed them she regret regrettably has to skip them um as you head further into the park going uh counterclockwise you get into the New York area. And one of the cool things about Universal Studios Florida, and Shane mentioned this on, on episode number six, it, you're, it's, a, it's based around movie production. So you're actually walking through these areas and it feels like you're on a movie set. Um, it's really cool. I mean, so, so you're, you're looking down New York City alleys from the 1940s or there's kind of big skyscrapers in relief you know, like they would use on a movie set. And it's just a really, it's a really cool atmosphere. Um, in this area, you're going to have Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon, which is, uh, again, you're, you've got your 3D glasses on. You're kind of going through this car chase. Um, you have Revenge of the Mummy, which I'm sure we'll talk about because I, I know that's uh, one of Shane's favorites. Somebody's um, a Mummy in, fan. 
in, in this area. And then you have a lot of um, actually some of the, the better known restaurants in, in Universal Studios Florida with Finnegan's Bar and Grill, Louis Italian Restaurant are both places where you can uh, sit down and have a nice, uh, a, a nice bite to eat. But let's talk about Revenge of the Mummy because I, I really like that ride. My kids really like that ride that we rode it the first time and we're like, oh, this isn't too bad. Mom, mom won't, uh, won't think this is too bad. So we convinced her to go <laughs> on it. And I, uh, the first drop, I'm like, oh crap, I'm in trouble. <laughs> well, how did she do? She did not like it at all. Oh no! <laughs> you know, I the 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 idea that there were lockers where you had to put your things in, you couldn't take your backpacks and things with you on the ride, <laughs> should have been the first uh, the first hint to me. But I I, I didn't uh, I I didn't uh, catch it in time. Well, I guess it is the different kinds of movements because we rode that ride. I, I couldn't even tell you how many times we rode it on our last trip. Part of it, I think, we were just using an excuse because. At the one drop, that's where it snaps the picture of you. And I, I couldn't get precisely the right pose I wanted for the for that for that picture. So we kept writing it over and over again just <laughs> to make sure we could get the right shot. Well, this ride is an indoor ride, um, and it's based obviously around the movie The Mummy. Uh, and and it's 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 a roller coaster, but not really. I mean, it's, it's got roller coaster elements, but you kind of start and stop throughout the, and so you'll, you'll kind of roller coaster to an area, then something will happen. And then you roller coaster to another area and then something will happen. And also amazing effects. Yes. Absolutely. You will be entertained. And you, absolutely. Know, you, you mentioned that it's an indoor coaster. That's one of the things about universal studios, Florida is it's about, I think it's about 80% indoor rides. Yeah. So if it, if if it's going to be a rainy day, you'll want to choose this park over Islands of Adventure. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And it allows you to get in and out of the heat. So you know, you you get your dose yes. of, of air conditioning. So as we continue around the lake, um we next come to San Francisco. And again, it's all themed like you are on a on a movie set overlooking San Francisco. So there's kind of a wharf setting. Um there's a couple really nice restaurants here. Uh, Lombard Seafood Grill is is one that comes to mind. It's a really good seafood restaurant. Again, if you want to sit down restaurant, there's a there's a lot of different places to eat. Um, but if you want that sit down meal, and the the main attraction here is is Fast and Furious Supercharged, which is a ride that is based on the Fast and Furious uh, movie franchise. And have have you ridden this ride, Shane? I have not ridden it. We. We have skipped that one every time for some reason. I'm probably because we spend so much time in the wizarding world, which is yeah, why we'll we're get, saving that for last. We are going to save that for last. So I have to say, I think it's a, it was a complete waste of the money that they spent on it. The ride. It was a very disappointing ride. It's, it's just, yeah. I, and I feel bad saying that, but it's just, I don't know. And maybe part of it's, it's a movie franchise I'm not connected with, you know, it's themed. Awesome. I mean, it's, it's, it's done really well. I just don't really see the need for it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad that we can say we don't like it that way. Our listeners will know that we're not just cheerleaders for everything they do that will be, that we're going to be candid about what we don't right. like and maybe Absolutely. What, what might be worth skipping. But I would say that on our first trip to Universal, I had been to San Francisco just a few weeks before, and I was amazed. It was it 
felt like I was it's back cool. in San Francisco. It, yeah, it was, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's yeah. So like I said, uh, we're going to skip Diagon Alley for now. We're going to come back to that at the end. So just to give you an idea of some different other places, there's a World Expo where there's a, a stage show, Fear Factor Live. There's also a really cool attraction based around Men in Black. Um, another area that I really enjoyed was the Springfield Home of the Simpsons, just because the theming was off the wall. I mean, it was just... <laughs> It, it was crazy. You just, you felt like you were in the cartoon. Oh yeah. I mean, it was really cool. They have a, they have a fun ride. That's much like minions mayhem um, where, where you're kind of going through this, this crazy chase uh, with the Simpsons. They have kind of a carnival feel um, to it. There's carnival games, different things like that. And I think they have some of the best counter service restaurant uh, dining in Universal Studios Florida because they have kind of like a, there's different food trucks based around the characters so there's like a bumble uh, the bumblebee guy taco truck um, there's different uh, there's different kind of themed food counters for the for the show so there's like a, um, you know the, the Cletus's chicken shack <laughs> there is Lard Lad which is the donut place which has the the best donut on property if not in orlando called the big pink it is this giant donut and it's sometimes when you get food and the and the allure is the size it doesn't really taste that good this right. donut tastes good it's it's a really good donut there's like a crusty burger there there's a duff brewery where you can get your duff beer Th- this place is themed to, oh, to the yeah. nines yeah, and if if you're a Simpsons fan, you have to go get your picture taken in front of the Springfield sign. And if you know a Simpsons fan, you have to get them a Duff beer mug or a shirt. Yes. And yes. and the ride, I was really surprised by the ride. I rode it without a lot of expectations, and it's it's funny. Yeah, it's um, it's like the Simpsons is self aware, you know, so it jokes about itself. And yes. the ride, it, in the ride, it has jokes about the Simpsons, jokes about the the park, about Universal Orlando, and Universal Studios Florida and then jokes about the ride itself it's and it might just have uh, inside jokes about uh, the bigger park down the road there might be a joke about that <laughs> not gonna spoil well, it hey, for you we'll, if we'll you're going something. with if you're going with smaller kids an area that they're going to enjoy is the Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone. So there's lots of different activities um, they have an animal show called Animal Actors on Location um, there's a, a day in the park with Barney, Curious George, Woody Woodpecker. Um, there's di- a different play area. So that's a really good place to bring uh, to bring younger kids, because as you're hearing, this isn't necessarily a, a younger kids park um, like what a Disney um, would be. But that would be an area that they would enjoy. And um, but also E.T. is there and E.T. is an interesting ride uh, for all ages. It's, you know, E.T. is is a, a movie long enough ago that you know i don't even know if my kids necessarily uh connect with it um but but what did you think of et's adventure shane i didn't write it my family loved it my daughter who hasn't seen et she loved it um my, my daughter's friend it is my other older daughter's friend it is her favorite ride and but i personally haven't have not ridden it yet confession you know, time it, it's an it, it's an interesting ride and i don't want to spoil it but it's it, it's kind of the first half of it kind of is reminiscent to the movie 
And then it takes a very weird turn. Oh, really? And, and it's like, yeah. And again, I'm not going to spoil it to let you know what what happens and and kind of what the storyline is. But it, it's not the ride that I expected, but it, it's certainly a, a fun ride to go on. I'm a huge fan of the kids roller coasters. Like, uh-huh. I think it's the Goofy Barnstormer at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, sure, sure, um, yeah. In a few weeks, we'll talk about the the Hippogriff roller coaster at Islands mm-hmm. of Adventure, but. Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster. Yes. It's fun. I, I love kids roller coasters and, and this is a good one. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Our our family enjoyed that on our on our first trip. Hey, two shows that Universal does really, really well. Um, the one just opened, so neither of us have been there, and it's the Born Stuntacular. So it's kind of an Indiana Jones-ish. If again, if we're using Disney as a reference for those of you who have been. Uh, you know, at, at uh, Hollywood Studios, but it's it's the Bourne franchise, which I don't know about you, Shane. I absolutely love the Jason Bourne movies, and yeah. so to have yeah. a show based around and it's got I've, I've watched some some clips of it. It's got the music. It's got that you know those fighting sequences, the chase sequences. It just looks like a really really fun show. Oh yeah, I can't wait to check it out. And it's almost like a, a theatrical show. I mean, there's different sets kind of moving around during it, it. I'm really excited to see this. And one of the things on our first trip, we, uh, my family's been to Universal Studios twice, um, was the uh, Universal Orlando's horror makeup show. And it's all about how they do the movie makeup. And how oh, they cool. do kind of all those special effects, but it's done kind of in a comedic style and kind of an interaction with the with the audience style. So they kind of bring people up and kind of do some spoofs and some gags. I, it, it was yeah. a lot of fun. It, it was one of those things where we kind of ducked in to to get out of the heat. And and it was it, it was a really good find. It, I, I would highly recommend that for for the entire family. Cool. And now let's talk about the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Diagon Alley. So remember from our previous show, there's two Harry Potter areas and the uh, resort. One is at Universal Studios Florida and the other is at Islands of Adventure. And so today we're going to talk about Diagon Alley. I do have to say um, the theming on this is insane. I've been to London several times and... There is a record store outside of the Leicester uh, sub tube station, subway station, that looks identical to the to the record store that they have by the Leicester tube station outside of Diagon Alley. And there's no wow. reason they had to take it to that level. There's no reason except they wanted to do it completely 100% accurately. And so you walk through there. And and what's the sound that you hear, Shane? I don't remember what is the sound. Oh, it's the bricks moving. Oh, like oh, from okay, the movie. right, right, right. And As so you're you turn through. around the corner, and the bricks start moving, and you and you and you come into a clearing, and there's Diagon Alley. And the first time we went, and she's going to kill me for saying this, my wife started crying a little bit because she could not oh, believe I how too. amazing it looked. <laughs> I cheered up a little bit. Your soulmates, your soulmates. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> so, so talk to us about our first impressions. I, I'm assuming that that you're a Harry Potter guy like I am. Our my yeah. our family, you know, we love the movies, we love the books, we love everything about it. Talk talk to me about that first impression. 
we rushed into Diagon Alley. So we missed um, right outside the the night bus, which is which is fun. You can yeah. you can take pictures of inside the bus and you can see the the beds just like in the movie. And then you 12 Grimald places right there. So you want to make sure that you can you see someone peeking out of a window yeah. upstairs. You want to make sure that you stay for that. Um, if you're a Harry Potter fan, as soon as you walk in and you see Diagon Alley stretched up before you and the bank at the end of the street with the dragon up there, you you might get a little misty. It's it's pretty crazy. I mean, there there's everything that you see from the movies is there. All of the shops, um, the different signage, the you know, Ollivander's wands, Gringotts. I mean, it's just it's all there. And and take time to explore this because if all you do is run in and buy a wand and go on the ride and have some butterbeer and leave you are missing so much in this area. This is a slow down and walk through, take pictures, wait for things to happen because there's a lot of interactiveness that happens yes. in these areas. Um, if you are a Harry Potter, Harry Potter fan, get on your broom and get to Diagon Alley <laughs> as fast as you possibly can. And we, we just can't spend enough time there. Because, you know, we talk about the other rides and I have to confess that I haven't experienced some of those other rides yet. And it's because we just, it it's as though you're in the movie and we just enjoy yeah. being in that movie and just, just staying there as long as we can because it's, it's incredible. So let's talk about um, a couple things that happen in Diagon Alley. So the, uh, obviously there's a big attraction. The, the ride is Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. And I will say, you know, my wife is fine with this ride. So, yep. you know, they're, they're uh, you know, and, and your, your wife as well. Yeah. And e yeah, even so, with so the, the spinning and the other motion, yeah. I'm not sure what it is about this one that. So this is a okay really cool ride where you're going in kind of kind of from the from the what we, is that the seventh movie you know that that scene and from the last book where you're going in and and trying to take the the money from the kind of the the depth of Gringotts there it's kind My, of patterned after that a little bit I'm gonna get scolded but I can't remember it it's an amazing ride. There's just, there, there's so much cool stuff. It, and obviously the queue, you know, you're walking through Gringotts, there's animatronics of the goblins and, you know, and, and the sounds and they have, I mean, it feels like you're in a working bank. Um, so, so definitely the attraction is the highlight. Shane mentioned that dragon uh, sitting on top of the bank. Periodically the dragon, uh, you know, shoots fire or breathes fire out of, out of his mouth. Um, another big attraction there is to go to Ollivander's wand shop and you want to buy your wand of choice. Now you can do this a couple different ways. You can walk into the store and choose a generic wand, or you can choose your character's wand, or you can actually go and do the wand. Um, I don't know what we call this kind of the wand show. The wand, where, uh, you know, the, the, wand the wand choosing ceremony. Yeah, there you go. So, so you go into a back room of Ollivanders, and my daughter was actually lucky enough to get chosen to do to do this the first time, and they kind of recreate that scene from the movie where you know they bring out a wand and have her try it, and crazy stuff happens. Oh no, no, that's not the right one. And then you try another one. Oh, that's a little better. And then you find the one that 
lo and behold is her wand and the wand has chosen her <laughs> and chosen her so much that guess what she gets to do shane you get to buy it she is given an opportunity to buy that <laughs> wand and who and what parent you is have gonna say, to say i'm sorry you've gone through you, all of this but i'm not going to spend the money on this wand. you have to buy You're that stuck. wand right yes and you have you to do buy want, it and, and you do want to buy a wand and this is why because throughout Diagon Alley and over at Hogsmeade Islands of Adventure, you can use that wand to do all sorts of interactive things. It is just, it. I mean, it, to be honest, I think this was where, um, this is where Disney took this idea and added into Galaxy's Edge with the interactive, with the, with the um, data pads and all that I kind of so. stuff. Because you can go around those different areas and you can do different spells and it will show you how to, to do them. And then you can make things happen. So you can have water squirt out or lights turn on or different things in the shop. Yeah, windows really, happen. really cool stuff. It's really fun. So yeah. can, and let again, me ask, did you luck out and did she get picked for the ceremony on your first try? On our, on to... our first try. Yeah. And that's the only time that we've done that show. Other times uh, we've just gone in and looked at the, at the wands. Yeah. It took us two because we we went in and we watched it and then I I noticed something so I said to my wife let's let's go again and let's try something and then on the second try our kid got picked to do the wand ceremony. Aha. Uh-huh. And it's it is it's another one of those you know what? we probably need to add to the packing list to bring bring some tissues because when your kid gets picked and and goes to the ceremony and then the wand picks them you're going to get a little misty. <laughs> if you're a fan well, you're you're going to tear up just a little bit. So one of the things that I really like in Diagon Alley is they have a space over on the side that's a stage. And so throughout the day, they actually have uh, they have wizard world based performances. So they may have a and these are all based from the book and the movie. Yeah. Like so the they Bobaton may have Choir. a singing group. Yeah. And they have. um so they may have actors that come out and recreate things like the tale of the be- uh, the tales of the beetle and the bard or Celestina Warbeck and the banshees. And it's really fun. It's, and when we were there the first time it was right after Christmas. And so all of their songs were Christmas songs that were, cool. that were, you know, based around the wizarding world. So that's definitely something to do. If you want to get your Gringotts money, there's actually a money exchange um, and you can use that as a souvenir or you can use that actually throughout all of Universal Orlando Resort um, as a as a form of of money. But, you know, what they bank on is pun intended, what they bank on (laughs) is what are you going to do with that? You're going to save it as a as a souvenir. Oh, yeah, you're going to keep you're going to keep your Gringotts money. And an important part of Diagon Alley, Shane, is the food. There's some really good Harry Potter-based food here. You know what? That's 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 another confession because the the restaurants we've tried now from both parks, and all I want, all I want is the fish and chips from the Leaky Cauldron, mm-hmm. or from the Absolutely. other park. We'll we'll yeah. say where to get in the other park in a later episode. But I love the fish so, and chips, and I love absolutely. the wizard brew. Yeah, so so Diagon Alley has a a quick service restaurant, but you at you sit down. There's a seating area of the Leaky Cauldron, which is the the bar uh, mm-hmm. in in Diagon Alley from the from the book and the movies. And so they have they they specialize in British fare, so the fish and chips, 
Um, you know, uh, I got a plowman's platter when I was there, which if you're familiar, it's, you know, meats and cheeses kind of, you know, kind of a charcuterie board type thing. Um, and so that's definitely what you want to get there. And then you obviously want to throughout the part throughout that area, not just at Leaky Cauldron, but in different places, you can get butter beer and you can actually get butter beer three different in three different um, iterations. You can get a regular butter beer, which is just a beverage. You can get a frozen butter beer, which is like a slushy. And when I was there for the first time, right after Christmas, you could get a hot butter beer. And so it was kind of a butter and, and it's it's a butterscotch flavor. Um, so you can get like a, so the hot was kind of a butterscotch hot chocolate. And then the drink is just kind of a butterscotchy type drink. Really, really good. I, I, I enjoyed in all three forms. Which is your favorite? I like the hot one the best, but I, I prefer warm. I I like hot drinks. So, so yeah, it's, it's pretty good. And then, and then another place to try there is Florian, uh, Fortescue's, and for, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing that ice cream parlor because they have lots of different yummy wizarding based um, ice creams. And, and I would say too, you know, one of the things that you want to do there is they have um, they have the, the joke store from the, from the movie uh, the, the Weasley twins have their giant joke store there. You can get lots of candies and different things like that too. So you can get some of the, some of their, gags and practical jokes from the movie in this store yeah yeah absolutely well did you didn't mention did you try the butterbeer ice cream i did not well i don't remember to be honest i don't remember what flavor i had there so i may have tried the butterbeer ice cream next time i bet i like butterbeer in ice cream form too oh yeah it's it's delicious gotta try that well from Diagon Alley, we are going to board the Hogwarts Express at King's Cross Station, but we're going to save that for our Islands of Adventure show and tell you all about doing that experience and what it's like to go from one Harry Potter area to the other. So just to, to kind of wrap it up here, I want to give you a couple ideas um, of things about Universal Studios Florida. So the first thing is that some of these rides that we've talked about actually utilize now virtual lines. Um, and some of that might be based on our current situation with COVID. And some of that is based on how they just normally do it. And so you actually get online using the app and you actually reserve a time to come back and have a greatly reduced uh, wait time, if any wait time at all. And those current rides right now that you use that are the Revenge of the Mummy, Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon, um, the Despicable Me Minion Mayhem, the Fast and Furious Supercharged, and the, and the Harry Potter Escape from Gringotts are all currently using that virtual line. Another tip that my family has used on our trips is the refillable mug. They have a Coca-Cola refillable mug um, where you pay a flat fee every day. Um, so for the mug, it's um, $16 a day. And then you can have um, refills that are $1.49 a piece. And so you get greatly uh, reduced refills, much like, again, using uh, Disney, what they do with the popcorn bucket. And they have refillable popcorn buckets at Universal as well. But what I do like about Universal Studios is they have the Coke Freestyle machines. And so you can try different things and you can also get slushies. Yeah. And you can get ICs. So you can, you know, if it's a super hot day, you can have um, ICs and things like that. 
but the the thing you really have to pay attention to and 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 is the express pass talk to us about the express pass shane well there's two versions of the express pass it is sort of like the fast pass from disney but each one allows you to skip lines for rides if there might be uh, if there's a long line there's the the regular express pass which will allow you to skip the line for each ride once and the express unlimited pass that allows you to skip the line as many times as you ride the ride each day, which is nice, but don't forget to check out some of the queues, you know, check out the queues at least once. Yeah. I, I, I have to admit that I've been spoiled. I have always had the unlimited express pass and now I can't go back. <laughs> and, yeah, and we and we will talk in a future show when we get to the resorts. There, there's a there's an easy way to make sure that that's part of your part of your yes, vacation. A great um, way, but it, it really does make a difference. Now, you can purchase that fast pass on a daily basis, but from an economic standpoint, I don't really recommend it. Um, it's it's very very pricey. Yeah, get it as part of the package. Yeah. So. There's so much to explore at Universal Studios Orlando in general, Islands of Adventure, Volcano Bay, City Walk and Resorts. Um, if this sounds like your type of vacation, what we've talked about with the with the theme park today, there's a couple really good promotions right now. Um, and one we talked about a few episodes ago, Shane, it's uh, if you buy two tickets, you get two days of tickets for free. Yep, that's a great deal. I mean, it's BOGO, buy one, get one. What is there an acronym for buy two, get two? I don't know, buy two, get two. And this would include, and and this would include all three theme parks. So this would include Universal Studios Florida. This would include Islands of Adventure and Volcano Bay. And I think, from my experience, um, I think four days is just the sweet spot with, with this resort as a whole. So, you know, you go and you pay for two days worth and and you're set for four days, and you can move around those parks as you see fit. I agree. Yeah, four days is definitely the speed, the sweet spot for a universal vacation. And then, Shane, tell us about the second promotion that might uh, appeal more to either Florida residents or people who are making multiple trips to to Florida a year. Yes, if you if you can make multiple trips, or if you live near the parks, close enough to the parks, if you purchase an annual pass, you can add three months to your pass for free. It's an annual and a quarter pass. We all know people that go to Florida, go to theme parks multiple times a year. This is a great deal. Definitely. Yeah. If you, if, if you are interested in the parks, we should have broken down the price point at how many times you go. That makes it where you should get the annual pass instead of individual tickets. But well, we can take care your, of that. That's, yeah, that's your homework for next time. We'll we'll just take care of that when they when they book through us. We'll we'll take care of that then. There, there you go. A little behind the scenes magic, <laughs> yes. uh, magic math there. So, as I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to have upcoming episodes where we talk about the different areas in the Universal Orlando Resort um, kind of area. So we're going to talk about City Walk, Volcano Bay, Islands of Adventure. So be on the lookout uh, for those shows coming up. But in the meantime, I would love to help you plan an, an awesome vacation to Universal Studios uh, Orlando. If if this show sounded like your type of place, we can make it happen. Reach out to me at ryan at creatingmagicvacations.com. 
or message me from DisneyTravelDad.com. And remember, it's my job to help make you the vacation planning superhero. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so that you can join us next time on the All Things Travel Show. And remember, never stop exploring.